Idleman Unplugged is part of the Edify Podcast Network. I want to see your face Pass me by the crowds of people The priests who sing your praise Hello, my name is Shane Idleman, and I'm the pastor of Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California. It is my personal heart and goal for you to see truth through a biblical perspective. I hope that you enjoy this segment of Idleman Unplugged. Chapter 9, the gift of health. Again, the gift of health, the health of your physical body. I'm deeply saddened by the number of people who neglect health as if it doesn't matter to God. Life is a gift. Our body is the only place we have to live. This is why this chapter is so important. Although we've discussed health, uh, spiritually speaking, and, you know, being healthy spiritually and our soul and things like that, which is, you know, obviously the primary. Little has been said about our physical health. Therefore, it's time to shift gears. As I'm writing this book, I'm also completing my other book, Feasting and Fasting, What Works, What Doesn't, and Why. The following pages contain some of those excerpts. For those interested in taking better care of their body, I would encourage you to read Feasting and Fasting as well as my book, What Works When Diets Don't. Now, I often see a parallel between physical and spiritual health. Too many Christians are strung out on caffeine, nicotine, alcohol, pain meds, uh, food, even poor, uh, poor eating habits, and it really, really negatively affects us spiritually as well. Not only are they shipwrecking this wonderful gift that God has given us, but they lack the passion for God as a result of not taking care of this wonderful gift we've been given. They wonder why anger and selfishness and arrogance are dominating their life. They are miserable and unhappy because they allow addiction to harm their health. Now, let me just, I'm going to go into some detail here on supplements. Um, for more information, you can, again, uh, go to the book Feasting and Fasting. It has all this information, but I'm just going to kind of give a brief overview. For example, there's much in the news today about GABA. It's called gamma aminobutric acid um, because it has to deal with relaxation, uh, which is, um, you know, serotonin, happiness, dopamine, which is pleasure, and then uh, learning and memory and things like that. God gave us billions of cells. Uh, if not trillions of cells that communicate, I know there's trillions of microbiome, probably billions of cells, communicate by sending chemical messages to the body. And these four neurotransmitters that I just said play a vital role. Think about that. These neurotransmitters play a vital role in sending a message to your body, your brain, and then that's how you're going to feel. You're going to feel better. You're going to have energy. You're going to want to do things. And so the physical does affect the spiritual. And they control concentration, well-being, learning, stress, and more. Fascinating discoveries have also been made recently about how important gut bacteria is. You've been hearing a lot about that, I'm sure, lately for microbiome and how important that is to our overall health. It's this little community of trillions of microbiomes, you know, bacteria that live in our gut that help us um, function throughout life. But guess what leads to healthy neurotransmitters and gut bacteria? Any guesses out there? Well, yep, you guessed it. Eating God-given food and exercising all build and maintain health and are essential to overcoming, not only overcoming withdrawals, but when you're taking better care of your body, you're, you're feeling better. It's not really about weight loss. I'm not talking about having a six-pack of abs and looking like a model. But as you're feeling better and you're taking better care of your body and clothes are fitting better and energy's better, it's, you're less likely to fall back into that pattern of addiction. Because of poor dietary choices, most people damage the communication between these neurotransmitters and their microbiome and, and, and other areas of communication in the body. 
Ironically, withdrawals are often the result of the body rebalancing or normalizing these areas. God created serotonin, for example, to help us relax, and dopamine for pleasure. When they are depleted and abused, recovery is a process that does not happen overnight. And that's what drugs do, even alcohol to some degree. It will, it will, sometimes it blocks these, these neurotransmitters. Sometimes it, 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 um, it, it magnifies them. It gives you too much of a certain thing. That's why you have to feel too much pleasure. And then the crash is coming down. Your body's trying to balance all these things out. Now, granted, I don't believe that everyone will be healthy and I'm not promoting that. We live in a very sinful and sick world that often results in disease and sickness, but we can strive for health and take care of this wonderful gift of life that God has given us. Inadequate nutrition affects us negatively in several different ways, and obesity and poor health lead to unproductivity. I also encourage those suffering with depression and anxiety to look first at their spiritual diet, what are they putting in, and then also look at your physical diet, your physical health. They are connected often. Again, I'm not minimizing depression or anxiety, which are debilitating, and you can do everything under the sun and still possibly be struggling. I'm not minimizing that. But we shouldn't immediately assume that we need a prescription without first checking the obvious. For example, do we have a strong devotional in prayer life? Are we monitoring our thought life and media choices carefully? Are we taking care of our body? Are we consuming foods that fuel anxiety or consuming foods that quench it? Yes, you read that right. Unhealthy food can alter things like adrenaline and serotonin by affecting gut bacteria in negative ways. Those two naturally occurring chemicals play a huge role in mental health. Consuming healthy, life-giving food is a constant challenge because temptation is always before us. The next time you're tempted, try asking, does my body need it or does it want it? If it needs it, consume it. If it wants it, think twice. It's generally not if poor nutrition causes damage, but when. What a sad commentary on the lifestyle of a nation that has such great potential to live in the blessings that God has so graciously given us. Regardless of what culture promotes, choosing to follow a healthier lifestyle is the first step in making health a priority, but not an obsession, a priority. Another important step includes removing addictive substances that can undermine your health. This can be extremely difficult. And a comment I heard from a clinical nutritionist many years ago motivated me to discontinue my high caffeine intake. He said that curbing caffeine leads to significant improvements in health, and he made the connection of depression, anxiety, and panic attacks to excessive caffeine. Now, someone who loves a few strong cups of coffee, I understand how hard it is. Most people can't go a few days without it. They're lucky to go a few hours. Caffeine intake in the form of energy drinks, soda, and coffee is highly addictive and damages health. If you cannot quit and you just have to have something, what I would do is I would get organic coffee and I would get organic decaf coffee and I would eventually get down to where I only have a little bit of coffee, maybe maybe 50 milligrams, you know, which is just a little bit. Uh, green tea is another great substitute. And I would all, always, see, always have all that, um, even right now, green tea, I'm having podcast on this before, you know, 12 noon. And after that, try to have no caffeine, not even chocolate because it can really really disrupt your, your sleep. So can eating before you go to bed. It's good to have a three-hour window, uh, empty stomach, kind of when you go to bed. It's tough, but I'd rather have better sleep. So let me pick up here where I left off. With a high levels of caffeine, the body is kept in a constant state of stress, resulting in adrenaline fatigue. You can call it adrenal fatigue. No wonder it breaks down often and many never overcome fatigue. It's an endless cycle. 
Um, my adrenal glands are, are taxed. I'm exhausted. I have to have the caffeine. I pick back up, but that's causing the problem. And then it's a never ending cycle. Since high levels of caffeine run along the same biochemical pathways in the brain as cocaine, opium, and amphetamines, quitting can be a nightmare. My suggestion is like what I just said, back off day by day until there's very minimal. Use organic green tea, like caffeine, whenever possible. You'll be shocked by the results. Granted, the first week to 10 days may be very, very difficult, but it will be worth it. The withdrawal symptoms alone reveal the power of this drug. And that's what really hit home for me. Gosh, I don't know what year that was, 2012 or so, when I was trying to get off of it. And, um, and it was so hard. It's like, there's, this has a pull. Why is this so hard? Why is my body wanting like an addiction? And then the cravings of the body, the fighting of the body, the anger that's aroused. It's like, this is a potent thing. And then I looked it up and, oh, come to find out, you know, caffeine is a drug. Um, and so, okay, just got to be careful with that. That's all I'm trying to say here. Um, let's see. Let me pick up. I was fascinated to learn that the logo of a very, very popular coffee, coffee franchise represents a seductive siren. So this woman on the front, uh, and, and her whole point, what she does is she allures and she entices. How ironic, right? Remember, your main goal is health and stimulants aren't healthy. Ask yourself, what is the risk versus the benefit to my health? Will the benefit outweigh the risk? Well, in this case, no. Your heart and organs work very hard and they don't need added stress. Now, you're going to say, well, this study says this, this doctor says this. Well, a lot of doctors promote caffeine consumption because they themselves drink it. Number two, you have to look at who is funding these studies, who's paying for these studies. A lot of times it is the coffee industry, the caffeine industry. Now, there are antioxidants, uh, phytochemicals. Uh, there, there's some proof that, you know, again, a moderation, clean coffee, not a big deal. But nobody that I know, remember how they used to have those little tiny cups? You know, back 100 years ago, six ounces, that, that was about it. You know, but now we're having the 24-ounce, you know, Vente, and we are just frying our uh, central nervous stimulant. That's the bottom line. So, the same is true for your body. If you push it beyond where it's designed to go, performance won't last, just like a high-powered race car. You know, you don't see those lasting very long. They always have to be worked on versus a nice, you know, Honda just going 300,000 miles. Big difference. The biblical approach is to take the safest route, not the fastest, to not only weight loss and health, but also to overcoming addiction. What is the safest route for my body? It's not my intent to point solely to coffee, stimulants, soft drinks, and energy drinks, uh, because there are many other addictive substances. Neither is my goal to be legalistic. That's not my goal either. My heart is to simply share how the most addictive substance in America affects health and then let you be the judge. Next section, supplements to offset withdrawals. And again, I'm going to refer you to my book, Feasting and Fasting. And you can actually download it for free at, at the church website, Westside Christian Fellowship, westsidechristianfellowship.org. And you can see these supplements. And, and as always, consult your physician. You know, even healthy supplements can have some side effects. But in my opinion, what people commonly attribute to side effects from healthy supplements is just the body detoxing from a harmful lifestyle. Quick note on supplements that's not in the book here. Um, uh, is what I try to do is, you know, you, you see a multivitamin, mineral, I have other supplements, you know, I, quite a few. Uh, and, you know, you take one a day or so, two a day sometimes. So what I usually do is sometimes I skip a day, skip two days, vitamin A, vitamin D, vit I'm not necessarily recommending that, but the cost is, you know, you got a couple hundred bucks a month in supplements. So if I can prolong those over the course of a couple months and people say, oh, you, you don't need supplements, you just, you know, urinate them out. 
And which is true to some degree, you know, if there isn't the right type of, um, let's see, you know, m- most supplements, when you get the enzymes and stuff from carrots and different things, for example, strawberries, berries, you know, they're, they're in with the fiber, they're in with the pectin and apple, they're in, and so they're, they're easily as- assimilated and digested. And just taking, you know, like a vitamin C, I know is, is processed and out. But, um, I think there's a lot of, of uh, support also showing that if you take supplementation, branch chain amino acids, for example, uh, collagen, we're really not taking collagen. You're taking the peptide, special type of peptide that promotes the, 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 uh, increase of collagen building in your body. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not totally against supplements, but I, I also agree that they're not the magic. Um, they're not the magic wand or magic potion, so to speak, because I think a healthy diet, uh, you, you should be getting the majority of your, your, um, your vitamins and minerals from that. Um, so let me, let me go into this, um, on some supplements. Now, again, I could go, I, I've done a video, I think on YouTube with all the, a lot of different supplements I have at my house, what I recommend, um, you know, everything from reversatol to turmeric, uh, curcumin, and, you know, there's things like that that are, they're helpful and they're antioxidants. They help to offset disease and oxidative stress and things. But anyway, here's my, uh, so my top choices, um, for those coming off of drugs and alcohol. L-glutamine, which would be good. It's an amino acid. Um, it, it, it plays a, recall, a, a role in recovery and, and fighting against inflammation. Um, DL, and I'm going to spell it out for you, P-H-E-N-Y-L-A-L-A-N-I-N-E. Phenylalanine, phenylalanine, depending on how you it, pronounce it, DL-phenylalanine. This supplement plays a crucial role in producing um, and synthesizing certain hormones that are important. Uh, I like 5-HTP. Again, talk to your physician. 5-HTP, it's hydroxy uh, tryptophan. It, it's another great amino acid for sleep, really. It, you know, So you're having these things, the vitamins, the minerals, the supplements, uh, in, in moderation, not too much. These things help you sleep. Gamma immunobetric acid, I think, is a good supplement. And, a, and of course, trace mineral, you know, magnesium, potassium, um, those trace minerals, you know, so one teaspoon to some water for the day, you know, that's really good for you. You need a, a raw, a raw whole foods uh, supplement, you know, multivineral supplement that has great, great, uh, you know, plant based items in it. And then, uh, omega threes, omega six fatty acids. And I, I use an organic plant based protein powder or, you know, grass fed clean, um, uh, powder as well. You know, I haven't, again, my other books go into all the details on what type of diet is best. I just did a podcast on this. Um, my goal is, and I want to tell people, eat good God-given food. So I'm not against meat and dairy. I think we, they need to be minimized. Um, but raw, let's say raw goat milk, raw cheese, um, where all the enzymes haven't been killed, the process, you know, grass-fed meat, uh, some eggs, clean eggs, moderation, and tons of veggies and, and things that God gave us, you know, I think, I think are very important. So. Make sure you eat a colorful salad every single day. You get lots of fiber, lots of the nutrients, um, the, the mushrooms, the tomatoes, the cucumbers, all of this. All of this is very good for detoxing and getting your body ready to continue down this path you've chosen to get clean. Now, final section here. Have we forgotten about the hidden secret of fasting? And again, fasting is so important. Most of us have forgotten the hidden secret of fasting. Through fasting, our body becomes a servant instead of a master. When Jesus directs us to do something, the benefit is always beneficial. And so again, I'm going to point you to my book, Feasting and Fasting, uh, because it will give you a lot more details on how to do it, when to do it, all the different questions. Um, and fasting basically 
is, um, it depends. Uh, you know, fasting for spiritual reasons is first and foremost, for sure. Um, but again, the physical effects are spiritual and the spiritual effects are the physical. So I do it for spiritual reasons, but there are huge physical benefits of this as well. For those interested, I've done a lot of research on this. I've done a, written books and YouTube podcasts. Uh, intermittent fasting is, is a big fad. Um, uh, the uh, carnivore diet, I think, will be dying out. Keto might be dying out. Um, we need things that are su- sustainable. And, um, you know, fasting doesn't kill you. Overconsumption does. And so we need to really get back um, on this point of fasting. Fasting sharpens spiritual insight. It gives us wisdom. It gives us discernment. You're either controlling your body or your body is controlling you. And so this, the, the point about fasting is it's taking a season to just seek God and give the rest, the body a rest and, and tell the, uh, the king's stomach to be quiet for a season. And many argue that fasting is too extreme. Well, aren't we living in extremely difficult times? Desperate times call for desperate measures. And, uh, I think it was, uh, Caldwell, uh, Esselstyn. I don't know how to pronounce his name right, but he's a famous doctor. He said half a million people a year will have their chest opened up and a vein taken out from their leg and sewn back into their coronary artery. Sorry, remember I have dyslexia. A lot of stuff's hard. He calls that extreme, and so do I. We reap what we sow. And recent statistics show that the opiate abuse and alcohol abuse and all that is, is just killing our nation. So we have to prepare our body and mind and soul in fasting is an incredible uh, asset to this. And what you do is you combine prayer and fasting. So, okay, I'm going to miss breakfast. I'm going to spend this time with God. And you'll watch how addicted you are. You'll watch your body will fight and scream. I did a, um, there is a uh, a documentary on Amazon Prime. You can put in there, you can probably put in fasting, Shane Eidelman, 40-day fasting journey. It's on there. I, I talk about fasting and, and the importance of it and what it can do. It can turn a stagnant spiritual life into rivers of living water. It's so powerful. And um, you just need to get back up and keep fighting. And don't forget about the major theme in this book. Forget what lies behind and press forward to what lies ahead. Begin now or start anew. I want to challenge those who say they don't have enough time to eat properly or fast or exercise. We often forget just how precious time is. How many days, weeks, or even months do we waste? Because we don't prioritize our lives, we need to be very careful when we say that we don't have enough time. What we are really saying is that it is not important. If it were important, we would find the time. If you've enjoyed this episode of Idleman Unplugged, be sure to send us your ideas and topics for future episodes of the podcast. You can send us an email at westsidechristianfellowship.org or shaneidleman.com. Thank you for listening to us today, and join us again on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Idleman Unplugged. For more information, visit us at shaneidleman.com. Again, that's shaneidleman.com. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. 
El Paseo Publications proudly supports the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network. We are committed to quality and Christian publication. Free ebooks can be found at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks. Books such as What Works for Men and What Works for Young Adults will help readers understand that the obstacles ahead are never greater than God's power to take you through. Books such as What Works When Diets Don't and Feasting and Fasting demonstrate how health can be achieved from a biblical perspective. Other free books such as Answers for a Confused Church and Desperate for More of God show the importance of fully surrendering our lives to Christ. And One Nation Above God is a must-read for anyone concerned about the direction of America. Again, free downloads of these ebooks are available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We are happy about partnering with the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network.